Hey, it's Sedano. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m., Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. You're not going to leave me alone, are you? Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. The Grand Poobah, the Big Kahuna. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Great Will Arms found us a song written and performed by Stevie Wonder. But guess who's playing the trumpet on that song? That's right. The great Dizzy Gillespie. That's right. Uh, just awesome. Dizzy Gillespie, one of the greatest musicians of the 20th century. A revolutionary. Not afraid to take chances with his craft, with his field. These are the people that you want to embrace in life. The people who go with it. They don't fight back. Your life is so enriched when you challenge yourself. I could do bunion surgeries all day long. What kind of a challenge would that be? No offense to the doctors who do that. I could just do primary meniscus surgery all day long. But no. Yes, you start to get nervous, you challenge yourself, you take risks as a surgeon. But I got to tell you, the high that you get when you accomplish something great, the surgeries that I did yesterday, one of them, most people, most surgeons would shy away from because they're hard, they're difficult. But to get something to walk again without pain, it's just awesome. By the way, the number is 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. But I want you to hear... The story of Dizzy Gillespie. Where did he first see the trumpet? Well, he was a little kid. The next door neighbor had a trumpet. I remember playing that just a little bit, a little while. And then the boy next door got a trumpet. His, his family bought him one. And I asked him if I could practice on that. I heard that and I said, oh. And they let me practice on that. And I never owned the horn until I moved north. And I played all around in high school. I got a scholarship in Lineberry Institute. And never had a horn of my own. I always played and when I got to Philadelphia, they went to the pawn shop and bought me one. So when his trumpet gets broken, someone falls on it. Because the way you hold a trumpet in a stand is literally like a pencil comes straight up, vertical. That's how you hold the trumpet. Well, if someone falls on top of it, guess what happens? It bends or it breaks. That's what happened to Dizzy Gillespie. He don't have the money to get a new one. He ultimately did. This is the most incredible story. He went with it. With the bend in hers, you do that yourself. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I had a straight one. I had one of those long trumpets, you know, brass trumpets. When did it? When did it go up? That's been about fifteen years, I think. It, it got broke. You know, it was stand, well. It was a party one time. It, I was playing at a place called Snooky's on Forty Fifth Street in New York, and we had a. It was on January the sixth. I don't know exactly what year. Nineteen fifty-three. About fifteen years ago, and we were having a party for my wife. How come I know what year the party is? And Dizzy Gillespie, who's telling the story, doesn't know what day it is. And on my day off, on a Monday, and I had a interview program during that time, and I left my horn on one of those stands, you know, like one of those stands, you know, and two comedians up there, you know, they had all these comedians off, and guys playing, St. Servan, you know, and these guys, Stumpy and Stumpy, they were kidding around on the bandstand. One pushed the other one, and they pushed them back on the horn. You know, and instead of the horn falling, it just bent. It 
bent at a 45-degree angle. Are you kidding? The bell, the end of the trumpet, is pointing up 45 degrees. It looks ridiculous, and it's broken, and it's going to compress the air. It almost won't make the air come out. Well, that would happen if it was a 90-degree bend, but it's a 45-degree bend. Listen to what happens. It was stick, you know, when you stick your horn in a, in a stand, the, the, that stand goes up in the bell for about this much. 99 times out of 100, if somebody fall against it, it'll fall down. But it just so happened that the angle that he fell back on it, it must have been, the, the, let's see, the valve must have been up this way, and the bottom of the valve must have been this way. If it had been that way, it would have fallen. But it was this it's way, caught it, and it's caught. And maybe it caught in his coat or something like that, and it just bent. When I got back, it was sticking up like this. So listen to what he does. Now, what was the first thing you thought of? At first, I thought of killing somebody. <laughs> and you know what? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you how the first thing I thought of. Illinois Jacket took one look at that horn, at looking that up, bent up like that, and he left. <laughs> he said, "I don't want to be here for the massacre." <laughs> so that's so. I had one uh, when, when I got it back the next day. I had it straightened out, but I played it that night like that, and it's weird. You could hear immediately, you know, bam, you hear it. Yeah. His bell is up here, you know. I said, look at him. So compression changed all of our lives in the world of music because Dizzy Gillespie liked the new tone that came out of the end of the trumpet. But what about the other end where you got to blow through that compressed 45-degree bent pipe? Your cheeks blow up. Listen to Dizzy Gillespie talk about that. 